It's just a button. <laughs> Is it just a button, Sean? Is it? I'm just saying, if I was a lady. Hey guys, Johnny Casino here. And if you know who I am, you know I love making podcasts. But what makes that possible? Day Space Podcast Network. This is a network that allows a number of different podcasters to put their shows in your ears on a weekly basis. Now, we are trying to grow the network and we need your help, listener. The first thing you can do is go on iTunes and rate whatever shows it is you listen to and give them that five-star rating, a short little write-up. It'll take you two minutes and it'll put our shows in more people's ears and bring more attention to the network itself. The second thing you can do is go to patreon.com slash dayspace and donate $1 a month. Now, $1 a month is like giving up, I don't know, a cup of coffee every four or five months. But what it'll do for us is allow us to keep the network going. It'll allow us to upgrade some equipment to make the quality of the shows better and potentially allow us to make more stuff that we can bring to you. So $1 a month at Patreon, five-star rating on iTunes. Help us out so we can keep bringing you the best podcast possible. Shelves are full, and what's on them often forgotten. Sad games and some other media silently cry out to be played again. And given the attention that they deserve, this is why John and Dave get together each week. They force each other to take one of these sad games off the shelf, dust it off, and give it some love. Their discussions of games and other game-related topics will surely go off the deep end. But they always pay homage to those that are shelved and forgotten. Welcome to Shelved and Forgotten, episode 26. My name is David Moore. Joining me is the yo-yo man himself. Johnny underscore casino. Yo, yo, Dave. Yo, what's up? I mean, you called me the yo-yo man. It's only one appropriate way to respond to that. I'm, I oh. mean, this is how you introduced yourself on every other show, John. I'm just saying. I don't know about every other show. Just the one other show. Yeah, the yeah. other other show. You you I and your I other. Hello and welcome. You're almost approaching as many shows as me, John. I'm just going to say. Uh, it. Never possible. All right. Uh, Dave, I want to tell you how happy I am to be here today. Because I'm, yesterday, instead of having a fun day to myself to take care of computer stuff, try to get my soundboard working, which we'll see how it plays out later, I had to pick up individually, I had to pick up both my kids from school sick. Like while I was at the, the doctor's office with one, I got the call about the other and had to take <laughs> her to the doctor later. Both of them have strep. Um, and my wife might have it too. So full house. Well, well that's, I mean, that's what happens in a house. I mean, that's just kind of oh, how the world works. Normally, it's like a week apart from each other, but no, both at the same time. It's all right. They'll be back to school tomorrow. They're all taking care of themselves today. It's all no, good. But not your problem. <laughs> speaking of kids, the new father himself is joining us, Mr. Sean Capri. Guys, I could be sleeping right now, but I decided to put that away. I'm not going to make any sense today. And I, speaking of being a dad, I was listening because we were just... We get to hear, I don't know if people realize this, but when you guys record, like you listen to the intro, like the whole, like Johnny begging for money. And then the, the, uh, <laughs> Justin Masson story about shells dying on shell or games dying on shelves. 
this is how I know I'm a new dad. It may be because I'm overtired at this point, but I like almost just broke out crying during that whole speech. Like that Justin Masters speech. Like, That's so sad. Those poor games. Somebody's got to give him, give him some love. So might be might be a little hormonal this morning. <laughs> you know, while okay, so while this is going on just now, you know, as we're recording, we can see the little picture of each other and whatever. So Dave's yeah. face is fully across my screen, mm-hmm. and there's this little Sean in the corner, and so I can see you, but I can't fully see what you're doing. Yeah, and I think you were acting out the stuff in the intro. But I'm mouthing it? along the whole every word. But what it looked like to me is like when you go to church. <laughs> older people in the congregation that are saying the yes lords and all that stuff like that. But like a zombie? <laughs> You're not going to church for the funeral for the old people. No, when they're all alive still. No, but have you ever realized like I I mean this might be totally sacrilege to say, but I've always felt like at church when everybody's kind of doing the oh, but they they all kind of do it like just to do it, like they're just kind of following along their bunch of sheep. But not really like, oh man, that sounded awful. Not like that. Not because religion's bad. <laughs> like everybody should believe with no, digging but, a hole here. But they're not really like energetic about it. I want to go to like like one of oh, those really. Go church. I want to oh, go to man. a gospel choir like where they're clapping and they're singing. I need I that went, in my life. I went. I mean, I went to a, a Methodist church for a little while in my in my in my time of existence, and like we had like a Christian rock band. And like basically, it was like hanging out, eating donuts, listening yeah. to Christian rock, and that was pretty okay. Yeah, you have no but, zombies there. But yeah. we went up to like the traditional, like here's like the real church service, and you're right, like the just the like the like the weird prayers where everybody speaks in unison, like just makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm just you, gonna you say said it way better than I did. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> yeah. So the the church I grew up in is is more. I mean, it, when I was a little kid, it was more of the hymns and stuff like that. But as I got a little bit older, and then the ones I went to later in life were, were definitely more of the upbeat, have fun, people clap. It, it wasn't like what you see in like the um, the old like Southern Baptist black churches where it gets really out there, which uh, those are amazing. Yeah, like <laughs> Sister Act. Uh, she, no, no, that's Catholic. Oh, <laughs> there's a difference. Now, okay. Don't be wrong. She was bringing the Southern Baptist into the Catholic in that movie, but <laughs> it's funny because I don't think anybody really remembers like the actual plot to that movie. But you you picked up on that immediately. Whoopi Goldberg was not a good person. She had to learn to become a good person. Oh yeah, she was running from the law. Or no, no, yeah, she, she was mad. Like the police put her there as like a. It's like witness protection or something, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. How did you remember that? I've seen I've seen Sister Act a few times. Have <laughs> <about me. laughs> I've seen I've seen my fair share of Sister Act. Sean, is this um, is this your first podcast appearance? Since? It is. No. I didn't. I, I've been thinking a lot about this, you guys, and I'm going to have to really up my game because I don't know when I'm going to have time for this. It's gonna be. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna find a way. But yeah, this is this is the first time we spent four days at the hospital. So it was like we got out, and it actually had snowed here. Like we had a spring baby, and it snowed for the full four days. We we went there, and it was just kind of like coming down. We went out, and it looked like it was Christmas morning. So who the heck even knows? So I, I, I was looking through through Twitter, and I saw a picture that just blew me away. Right. So first yeah. of all. Your wife put some amazing pictures of your son up there. So your son, yeah, 
right? When you, and, and I don't know, I'm assuming it was supposed to be kind of a joke or whatever, but you said Link is Mario, and yep. that made me laugh. But <laughs> so I was showing my wife those pictures, you know, that, that Chelsea had put up. Um, but then also there was this picture of you in black and white walking out of the hospital or like walking yep. down the hall. That was phenomenal. Oh, like, there was th- yeah. About that picture was so cool. It was so like indie film artsy, but not in a, a you know, <laughs> not a pretentious not, douchey way. Yes. That's Thanks. the word I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chelsea, she's awesome, man. Like she, we're obviously having this big moment leaving the hospital with, with Link in the car seat and everything. And she's like, just go walk ahead. I'm going to take some pictures. And that's, she just shot that, just no real plan or anything. She just kind of hung back and shot a couple pictures, and that was it. It's been – it's so good to have a – sh- everybody should marry a photographer if you're going to have kids because then you don't have to pay for the photograph for the, the newborn stuff afterwards. It's been, it's been awesome, dude. Yeah. So <clears throat> I wanted to tell you all about something before we got into the games and everything. So – We don't talk about games here, John. <laughs> no. No, not very often. Um, so – a couple things, a couple things that come up. One, if the listeners remember, we had a discussion a while back, and I'm going to see if my soundboard's playing nicely. Dave and I had this discussion a little while back. Nope, my soundboard. And then it would be full of Mally's chocolate and Reese's eggs. <laughs> Did you say Reese's? Yes, Reese's eggs. Okay. Uh-huh. It's not Reese's. It has to rhyme <laughs> with pieces. Pieces. The Reese's pieces, not Reese's pieces. Yeah, but Reese's, like, there's multiple Reese's. No. What? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we had that discussion a while back, and it was us talking about Easter, how Easter's presented, and stuff like that. Then, a couple days ago, I'm seeing pictures that you're posting, Sean, on Easter Day, being in the hospital, and it made me think about my experiences with Easter yeah. and how much I hate the Easter Bunny. Oh, okay. So, when I was nine years old, Right. The day before Easter, when I was nine years old, I started to get sick. My stomach was hurting. I had been out all day. A buddy of mine had stayed over. Uh, we're out with my stepdad. He has one of those like, giant kites that you have to hold with two arms and lean back at a 45-degree angle. It would have taken me flying through the air. So we're doing that all day. The, the, later in the day, my stomach starts hurting real bad. And I wake up Easter morning at like 3 or 4 in the morning, which is this ungodly pain in my gut. And so... My, my, my stepdad slipped downstairs. I was sleeping on the couch because, you know, just in case or whatever. My, my mom gets up, starts taking me to the hospital. And one thing, she looks back at me. She goes, this better be for real. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> to, to preface that a little bit, about a year before, I had similar pains that turned out to be nothing and uh, apparently racked up quite the hefty bill at the emergency room. Um, you wouldn't know anything about that, Sean. I wouldn't know a thing about that. We spent four days in the hospital. We just walked out. <laughs> we actually forgot to that's give them some nice. forms that they needed. That's funny. Lincoln no, doesn't and, have a real name right now. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only ones calling him that. He the government doesn't know about him. <laughs> he's, he's not real, according to. <laughs> he's just a legend. It's fine. Um, so he's so a legend. I, <laughs> glad someone caught that. Um, no, so, Carl is the legend. God, he's the boy. The, the Link is the boy. <laughs> So, so I get to the hospital and it's just this huge pain in my side and the doctors poke around and all of a sudden the, the pain shifted. Like it, it got lessened, but it shot You're across pregnant. my stomach. I, I might've, 
<laughs> but it shot it shot across my stomach and the and I I'm telling the doctor this while we're talking to him. He's like, Okay, surgery now, your appendix just ruptured. I'm like, Oh, great, right? I'm not at nine doctor. years old? Yeah, why not? It can happen I don't at any know. time, right? I didn't know that. No, it sounds like a very grown up thing. It does, <laughs> but it can happen anytime to anybody, which is it scary. felt like a very grown up thing. Um so so I, I, I get ready to go in for surgery. And I want to say when I was going in, I had a, a um, hospital gown on and my underwear. And this is what I remember, right? So I go into surgery. I come back out. I wake up after however long to keep you asleep for. I no longer have my underwear on, which as a nine-year-old is a little disturbing. I'm still wearing the gown. I have a hairnet on. And I have this tube going from this bag into my nose and down into my stomach. I'm groggy. I'm uncomfortable. I'm not liking what's going on. And <laughs> they wheel me into my, into my hospital room and in walks the freaking Easter bunny. And my mom decides she wants a picture of me with the Easter bunny. <laughs> <laughs> and from that day on. Yeah, that I would do it. Everybody. And I told my mom this somehow she did not know how much this scarred me until, I don't know, Sunday when I told her <laughs> when I was over at her house for Easter, she had no idea. The Easter Bunny makes me happy, and I'll tell this story while while we're on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> because, I don't know, how old am I? I'm 25, 26, I'm 25. Uh, so maybe... So young. Maybe 15 years no. ago, um, I was probably like 11, 12 years old, and we're going into Costco with my parents. That math and, doesn't add up, by the way. I don't know. All <laughs> I right. was going to say, that's how old I was then. All right. <laughs> Somebody who does better math than me on the top of their head. Uh, we're going into Costco. I'm probably 11 or 12 years old, which means my brother's like nine or 10 years old, which is which is old enough to be, you know, you know, not afraid of things. And we're going into Costco, and the Easter Bunny is is there. And basically, this is as creepy as it sounds, but you had to give him a hug and he'd give you a piece of candy. Like that's a little bit weird looking back at it to have a little... little form. It's like I, I'm doing this as community service or anything. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm a pedophile. Um, now give me a crotch height hug. Like, <laughs> so you have to give him a hug and you get a piece of candy. And like like any other little kid who wants candy, I just give him a hug and, you know, like a high oh, five. Is, is ben. And, and get the candy. Did, did you grab his tail? No, I did not grab his tail. But as my, as my brother's walking by. Give me a carrot. He starts crying. And gets all scared. <laughs> so from that point forward, all I know is that I have to be a giant Easter Bunny costume to scare him because apparently giant eyes that don't blink freak my brother out, and that's to this day. Yes. Oh yeah. That what, freaks what, me out. Like what, in what, real what? life, there's people that we all know this. We all have this person in our life. They look at you with wide eyes and they don't blink. And their eyes are so bloodshot, it looks like they haven't blinked since Dave was 15 years old. That freaks <laughs> me out since 2002 or whatever. That really, like, I don't know how to talk to those people. I kind of, like, do really dodgy eyes, and I'm, like, like grabbing my hands. I'm super, oh, here's Lincoln. I thought I was being loud. I got really, really nervous, but we, we got Lincoln. smiles. Oh, what? <laughs> what is this onesie? <laughs> Oh, it's so big. We're expecting a big baby, but we got a seven-pound baby. We wow. got this is oh, Lincoln. Big. And I don't know, 
his arms. And everybody who's listening, you need to see the YouTube video. This is Lincoln's first podcast experience, uh, appearance. This is shelved and forgotten onesie he's wearing. <laughs> it's got it's got the sad games on the shelf. They need to be dusted off and given some love. It has a sad looking baby right now. Oh, he's just he doesn't oh. know. He's, how you doing? Oh, the big yawn. It's feeding time. <laughs> well, later we'll later this week, I'm going to get him to yell yell out a hey for for we the gamer cast. That's basically how he came into the world. He's like, it's me, Lincoln. <laughs> hey, t- Welcome t- to episode one. one of my life. And then he just started. <laughs> Hi, buddy. You gotta oh, tell we're Chelsea just going to have snuggles, I think. <laughs> Chelsea, can, Chelsea can go. I'm just going to have snuggles with this little guy. Hi, buddy. Look, look at him. <laughs> I'm so glad. Nope. Gonna pull back on that racist comment. Just gonna hand back the baby. <laughs> he looks like me. We'll just say that. I'm glad he looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> you know how, you know how, like, you, you have these like, jokes lined up, but you're never sure how people are gonna take them, so you, like, just keep them in the barrel and don't ever shoot it? Yeah. I was waiting for, like, when the picture, when you, Sean first put the picture up, I was gonna, like, jokingly put, oh, well, but who's the father? Exactly. <laughs> I would have laughed. I really would have. You would have, but like, how many people would I have offended on Twitter? I, know, I mean, so maybe bad. I shouldn't care. But you shouldn't care. <laughs> Thank you. So, I'm assuming that came from one of you. Yes. Well, both yeah. of us. Thank you. Was, Dave, Dave came up with the the idea of the actual onesie. We wanted to do something um, different. But uh, here's what's funny: is uh, a couple of weeks back, we were all playing video games, and we're we're talking on. Um, we're talking on uh, uh, Skype or whatever, and we're talking about how Jeremy had sent me that that game, sent me the uh, play action football, and you asked me if you thought it was weird to have real people know your address. <laughs> <laughs> I, just I knew you were going to say that as soon as you brought that up. <laughs> because, because, and, and I'm, I'm glad it turned like, out yeah, well. Yeah, it's super weird. Yeah, so I'm come on over. Not well because I was. Uh, uh, you know, I, I obviously I haven't actually seen the thing. I just I put it together online and had it shipped from there to you guys. Uh, and you, you can thank your be wife amazing. for being so helpful for me on that one. Oh, that's that was the best surprise ever. And she was excited. She's like, like she didn't really give give it away, but she was actually more okay with me waking up like outside of the schedule and doing the podcast than I thought she might have been. Like <laughs> we're, we're we're into day three of being at home now, so we're trying to figure things out and i'm like throwing this podcast thing into the mix i'm like i hope that's all right and she's like yeah that's great who are you doing are you doing with the with david john <laughs> yeah, like, yeah yeah so it was it was this it was this their crash if we ran nintendo so this this is awesome and what would be even more amazing is if like john you just like you, the background behind you was totally fake and you're actually just like across the street and you came running over now that you know my address you want free health care you can just come get it you can go to the hospital. You can have two sick kids at once. It doesn't cost you a dime. I looked at Justin's house. It's too much to rent or I'd be there in Canada. Oh, you don't want to be in Lethbridge. Though. I mean, it's, Lethbridge is great, but you need to be here. Like that doesn't, I'm trying to say, God, I'm saying some stupid things this morning. You, that doesn't get you. If you're, here's the thing. I feel like my brother moved away a little while ago. He's back home now, but he moved to Calgary, which is three hours away. And I always say, if you're more than an hour away, you might as well be a hundred hours away because 
you're just you're just not within kind of like visiting like distance. Yeah. So yeah. if you're in Lethbridge, you're probably I would say five or six hours away from me. That's oh, too wow. far. Oh wow, that's way farther. Yeah, you might. Yeah, that's. I, I was coming for the healthcare though, Sean. <laughs> well, that's well. Then you get it. You get it everywhere except for Quebec. I'm not sure, John. Do you remember? Do you remember if uh, if <laughs> Quebec would be nice enough to? <laughs> I talk, you know, every once in a while I talk to people in Quebec, and I actually have a a uh, a guy that I work with who he, he's a field operator. And he works in Quebec, but he doesn't speak a, a word of French. And mm-hmm. apparently all the operation manuals are in French. All the operators that would need to give him any help all speak nothing but French. Mm-hmm. No, no. Uh, that's okay. I'll stay away from See, Quebec. Well, I, I, I say it. jokingly, but every contest, like, you know, there's like things on TV and like, enter this contest, no purchase necessary. And then it's got like a paragraph of fine text for Quebec. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know what that, what that paragraph says. It's not in French. It's like. Some might be able to enter. It's all there's always different rules for Quebec. Well, it, here's something else crazy is so uh, you know I, w- I went online Cafe Press and I, I made the onesie and I, I I got it sent out to you guys and I get this email however many days later right when it's done and it's this email from Air Canada or, or Post Canada or something like that whatever your postal service is called Canada Post Canada Post yeah Canada Post. The only thing that was in English in that whole email was the word Canada Post. Everything else was in French. <laughs> Everything. So I, so I, so I <laughs> sent a message to Chelsea, and I'm like, hey, I think this is heading your way. Um, by the way, I can't say for sure because it's all in French. <laughs> so eventually, eventually I got one from Cafe Press that uh, I was able to click on a link, and it told me like when it should be arriving and, and stuff like that. So. That's awesome. Well, I think he's not wearing it right now. I'm, I don't know if I'm muting my microphone in between chatting here because he's screaming next door. He's getting, he's probably naked this moment. I mean, oh, would, it's, it's a little big, so he'll grow into it. He's getting, he's getting a change right now. He looks awesome. That is so sweet, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on from this touching moment. Yeah. I was trying to think of what else. Well, I had something else I was going to talk to you guys about. Um, oh, Sean, speaking of hey. things, uh, you know, we're talking about streaming, uh, speaking of things. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the best I could do on transitions. Uh, when we started our new show, I, I, we need sound bites to transition us. And so I don't have to like come up with the transition. Just, just hit a button. <laughs> uh, so I, I finally got my whole thing set up so I can actually play my Xbox on my TV, pretty yes. on my TV, on my, on my computer. Computer. It works great. It, it'll glitch just a little bit every once in a while. Yep, but not mad. Is your Xbox uh, hardwired to the internet? Is it uh, LAN connection? Well, it, it used to be, but I actually get a better connection over Wi-Fi than I did over that cable. Like I have there's really, no way. Yeah, I, I have a really yeah. good router, and I, I was telling you, man, I was having some issues with the connection. I don't know if it's the, the the cord itself or what, but my Xbox sits right next to my wireless router, and I get phenomenal connection with it. Everything, and, everything uh, should be hardwired if possible, unless you're yep. me and you can't because of the way well, this house I, is arranged. When my house was built, I could have had them like hardwire the whole house, but it would have cost a good bit extra. And I wouldn't have known where I wanted these things anyway. Everywhere. So yeah. The bathroom. But, but like on what wall? Like what Every wall? wall. Of, oh, no, it's like four Every wall. <laughs> you want an Ethernet check on every single wall. Yeah, but yeah, that gets super expensive, by the way. Uh, yeah, well, but, <laughs> I can dream, John. But like, I mean, like, I would not have known that I would have moved 
the studio into this room ever. Yeah, like, this wasn't this wasn't in the initial plans. It just right, out. but it was always going to be a, a room with it was going to be with, yeah, with guests. It, we don't care about with, guests. What do you think? I'm running an Airbnb over here. What if, what if they what if they need hardwired internet connection? What if Sean was there and he had to do a, a podcast? My Wi-Fi is phenomenal. Okay, my phone just started playing that for some reason. Like my phone just—I didn't even touch that. Could you guys hear that? I did. It just. Chelsea sent me a picture, and that's what played. Is that your new ringtone? I, I didn't make it. That this is Android. Welcome to Android. It just does things. It thinks it's fancy. It just does things on its own. Maybe it was reading Dave's what? mind. Piece of Google Pixel, the best phone ever. It's a piece of crap, guys. Stay away. <laughs> Stay away. Don't sign any contracts even close to this stupid thing. Unless <laughs> you're my brother who signed contracts. one a week ago. <laughs> don't you sign a contract to get a phone? You sign uh, like a deal and then you subsidize your phone? You use. I don't have, I, I'm through T-Mobile. Mine's no so you problem. pay like full price for a phone? Is that what happens? You pay full price and more for your phone. Well, over time. But like when I, pick, yeah, when no, I, I get I, the phone, I, 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 would, phone, I pay like no, $200. I no, I'd prefer just to pay it all off at once. Just just pay full price. Or, or But you can split it up. You can split it up to where they'll do it the same way. But then once the phone's paid off, it goes – like that, that extra money goes away. Yeah. Whereas like if you have a contract, it'll that, – that, even if you don't get a new phone, your your price of your payments can be the same. So put a, I, put a large, I put a large down payment down and then call it a day and pay like – like six extra he bucks. Calls it a day. He's just pay off the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's <laughs> called it a day. It's done. Six six months of like a couple smaller payments after that too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just I just straight pay my. It's never been an issue. Like with iPhone, it's never been a problem. I've never regretted having a phone with iPhone, and I've had yeah. two Androids in my life. I've been I've been fooled into the other. Like I actually watched the Google Pixel presentation. I'm like, that's it. That looks amazing, and I totally yeah. got fooled. Phone doesn't work. You know, crap. If, if you if you're getting fooled, I have a suggestion for you. Move to America. And it, no, no, no. You'll get fooled way more. <laughs> but but, and I think I might have put this out last time we we podcasted here. But I want to get back to your doing, Xbox, by the way. Let's not forget okay, about that. I, I will. But you are doing yourself a disservice if you are yeah. not following Mr. T on Twitter. If you know who Mr. T is. Who doesn't know I, who Mr. T is? I saw you tweet about uh, this the other day, and I, I think I might have been dude, sleeping when I read it. Go <laughs> back and read this guy. He is it's killing me because he's being serious. and he's they, 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 So he's done with Dancing with the Stars. He's been voted off or whatever, which is good because I didn't care about those tweets. But like his new ones, he's talking about like the manuscripts he's writing and stuff like that about beating cancer, which is like a super serious you know, topic. But when he starts saying these things, and in the way he starts saying them, you're like, oh, my God. And it's funny because you're like – you're picturing him with all his chains on trying to be inspirational but not quite being able to pull it off. It makes my day, like, every time I can read these tweets. <laughs> I'm going through this right now. I'm not sure. Maybe I just need to be in a better in – a, in a different mood because this is maybe. not that <laughs> – maybe I'll follow just to think of you laughing at it. That will give me pleasure. Yeah, well, and also, like, you have to There's a sound bite for you, Dave. <laughs> okay so the xbox, xbox. Right? So, so i can now play the xbox on the computer it works great i haven't tried the sound stuff like you were doing but i assume it would work the same where you were able what to was use I doing? Like, your podcast mic and you said yeah like your headphones oh your yeah yeah from, yeah, totally. stuff for, yeah right from the computer setup totally we'll have to test that out at some point because i think i should be able to do that it just worked i didn't even do anything that's what i was most surprised about yeah 
but what I tried to do is I was trying to see if I could stream with that, like uh, on YouTube or whatever. So I was going to use OBS. And if anyone yep. out there has any tips or anything for me, but um, I was trying to use OBS. One, my computer's just not good enough for OBS. Like I, I it, it would record, but it was like super, super, super choppy. If oh, it no. moved at all. Um, it, yeah, it just, it, my computer is, I, my, my computer is good for getting on and going on the internet and like writing in Word. And that's about it. What what do you got under under the hood there? I don't know how PC not people much. talk to each other. Not much. <laughs> what do you like, got under, like, under the hood? Very, very little under the hood. Are you double clutching like you should? <laughs> <laughs> this this one's an automatic, so I don't even have that option. <laughs> um, so so anyway, so I'm looking at possibly we were talking about this before you popped up earlier. I'm looking at possibly upgrading my computer. Yes. At some point. Also, though. Uh, I think I figured out when I'm going to pick up an, uh, a PS4. I figured this out. That's more exciting to me than you picking up a computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but the computer will hopefully help me with, like, the podcasting side as well. But Yeah, man, that's awesome. The end of May, the end of May, my wife and kids are going to California for, like, six days. So this means you can buy a PS4? <laughs> well, I mean, one, I got to get a find. I mean, I, I want to find a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be right before Father's Day. I'll just get it for myself for Father's Day and tell the kids just to make me a card. Um, but, Seems fair. And I legit. can't yeah. wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> I get a new game every year and just color this card with some wax crayons. I'll, you know what? I'll color the the crayon the the card. No, no, I no, like no, coloring. It, it, it's but it is really cool when your kids actually make something and give it to you. Like, my daughter does that all the time. She's that is artsy sweet. and whatever else. I but, can't wait. That's what I'm all about, man. I can't wait to have crafts and crap all over the place it's gonna be amazing well, i mean until yeah, lincoln grows up he's like i don't want anything to do with these he doesn't want to play games he doesn't want like space or comic book movies or anything he's gonna be i don't even know what like i feel like i like a lot of things and somehow i'm still worried that lincoln's gonna grow up and like that one thing that i just nope like somehow he'll grow up to be like a sega kid like i don't know how <laughs> he'll do that <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what Serge posted to me on, on Twitter when he was like, this would be the best present or Christmas present for me? And it was or me speaking of me, not for him. Uh, and it was like an article about like the 15 most impossible games to beat on Sega. Yeah, I, I did like, click this... on it, though. I saw you guys talking about it. I, I didn't I didn't read through it. Um, but the headlines what mattered because that would be my hell. Like Sega games that are impossible to beat. No, thank you. Just keep playing Sonic. No. You're going to buy no. Sonic Sonic Forces Holiday 2017 instead of Mario. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or I could just... You got to click through every game, every single one of these, and the list is a new page. Yeah. No, There's ads I, everywhere. I, I didn't bother. Um, no. <laughs> if I, I, could, I could buy the new Sonic game, or I could take that money out of my wallet and light it on fire. I mean, it'd be about the same, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so would you buy a PlayStation 4 used or would you be looking for a bundle? Because I feel like since you're waiting, like since you're, you show restraint and you have patience, that there may be, I don't know, like new bundles coming out soon. Like I didn't buy a PlayStation 4. I actually didn't buy either of the consoles at launch at all. I got my Xbox as a, as a stag present from a bunch of friends when Chelsea and I got married. Um, 
And then I was waiting for PlayStation 4. I remember thinking E3, they're going to announce something. And sure enough, that's when they announced the Destiny white, like that Glacier white bundle. And I'm like, that looks so sexy. I want that. I'm glad I waited. So I'm curious, like, is that your approach or is it just, like, is it a new bundle that you're waiting for? Is it just like Uh, anything else? So the reason I've been waiting is because it's hard for me to justify it, right? Like I have games to play. Yes, I totally get that. And and everything else. Um, The main reason I want it is because there's like a handful of exclusives that I really want to play. Turns out the PlayStation 4 is a good console. I disagree, but... It has some great exclusives. And that, like... And we'll get to this when I start... When when we get into something I want you to... Man, we could talk about that all day, Dave. Because I have issues, too. I do. I have a lot of of issues. As far as the hardware goes, I think it's weaker. Not from processing power, but I think from a lot of other uh, perspectives, I think the Xbox One is a more solid piece of hardware. It just doesn't push out as many P's. Yeah, well, I think yeah. I think the PS4 is kind of a joke. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, I fixed mine, by the way, guys. I remember I told you that my my PlayStation 4 was spitting out discs, uh-huh. and I tried to fix it. Turns out I was I was turning the wrong screw. There's a screw you got to turn in there, and I was turning the wrong one. I wasn't fixing it at all. The screw does what now? Yeah, so there's, so there's a, a screw in there that gets loose over time. I think after it heats up or something. Yeah, because it's, it, bad, it's bad hardware. Sean, yeah, it's well, exactly. That, that's been my problem. A lot of it. And no, it, well, now you can do external hard drive support, but you only have front-facing USB, and there's all these other issues with it. Nonetheless, I yeah, fixed because, it because it's because it's cheap, bad hardware. Well, you know what's crazy about this whole thing? I now have three PlayStation Fours. And 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 my friend's HDMI and mine both broke and. Did it really? Yeah, I had to ship mine in and get it fixed because the HDMI just like, over time sitting in the thing like it just bent over time and that's crazy. Broke. And so we both sent ours in and both got new ones and it's still doing that. Fl- it does the flicker thing all the time. We're like, oh my god, it's just it's just cheap bad hardware, Sony, and I can't give you credit for it. My Xbox, I'm literally picking up things for my Xbox over my PS4 now only. Because I trust the hardware of the Xbox to last longer. <laughs> and guess how awesome it's going to look when you get a Scorpio, Dave. I'm not going to get a Scorpio. <laughs> oh, come on. It's going to be so good. Let's get on this. Let's do it. No. <laughs> I'm not paying $600 for a console. You won't have to. You're American. I'll pay $600 for it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're going to pay 800 <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. I think I paid. That reminds me of the very first Xbox. I, I'm pretty sure we got like this ridiculous bundle where the store just—it's kind of like what GameStop is doing now with um, the Switch. With, with the Switch, they're just throwing things on. It's like if you want it, you got to get all this other stuff. I'm pretty sure that's what happened because we ended up with like two controllers and like Project Gotham Racing and all these other games. And I'm fairly certain, like I don't have the best memory for these sorts of things, but I'm fairly certain we walked out of this. It was like a grocery store. We bought it from like the photo lab out of this grocery store. Because uh, there was no, we didn't have Best Buy back then. It was like seven hundred and fifty dollars for this original Xbox, and that was—that's the way it was. I feel it's like a lot X- of Canadian dollars. God. I feel like X- Xbox. Dollars. I feel like Sony made really good hardware, like even arguably up until the PS3. No, they were they were not good because everybody and My- their mom was able to just throw a chip in there and play free games forever. Yeah, That's well, not my, good hardware. Well, my PS2 still works. My PS1 still works. Did your Dreamcast still work? I don't have a Dreamcast. Our Dreamcast I, broke. 
My brother treated that thing like an amusement park. Um, <laughs> he tried to go ride on it. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but then as, as I look going back, around the Ferris wheel, well, but you know, as I look back at it. it Microsoft made bad bad <laughs> hardware that broke over time. Like the disk drive on my original Xbox broke. Like it oh, didn't did it really? Up, didn't pop open anymore. And then I found another one, and it did the exact same thing. So I like, really needed that remote control to watch DVDs. Yeah, that's, like the, that, the that's, hardware that's itself. Why the, that's, why the PS, that's why the PS2 is the best DVD it's not player. The best DVD player. <laughs> Dave, what are we talking about here? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm throwing this way off the. I, <laughs> We're just hanging out. <laughs> That's true. You guys want to play Forza? <laughs> John refuses to buy it. Speak, well, speaking of that, actually, you remember how like last week we were kind of complaining about the um, like the quality of the of the spring sale for Xbox and and yep. yes, it wasn't stuff we really wanted on it. Well, I, I was you know when it came out, I was like, oh, it's gonna be some good indie games on for really cheap and and whatever, and there just weren't. Well, the sale went away, and then the weekly sale came up this week. And um, stick it to the man was half price, so I got to stick it to the man for five bucks. Super excited about this. I don't know if I know what that is. It, uh, Zoink Games, I think, it might be their first game. Oh, sorry, my brain just like farted for a second. Yes, of yeah. course. So with Flipping Death coming up at some point, I wanted to play Stick It to the Man, but I didn't want to pay full price to like try it out. It was only ten bucks. I, I probably should have, but for five bucks, yeah, I will. I will play the game all day for five bucks. That's awesome. Zoic Games is really interesting. They should have, I don't know if they've done Humble Bundles or anything like that before. Not really, like, but for consoles. I would just like a collection of all well, of their games. They, how many games? They only have two out, don't they? Well, and, and then they've got, they've got um, well, they Flip and Death coming out, like you just said. Yeah. B or Faye or however it's pronounced, it's F-E. Yeah, Fee's coming. And they have Zombie Vikings. Yeah, so like that's Enough two. Well, that's two making, out making right me now. feel stupid. For... No, no, there's only <laughs> two out right now, and then one coming, and then another one coming at some point. Hey, hey, guys. Yeah. This hey, is Dave. Sheldon, this is Sheldon Forgotten. Your show for oh, everything. Right. Your backlog. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about video games here. I'm but... Sorry. <laughs> so what, we're, what we're doing is we're giving them a preview of what our future show will be more like. Um, I don't know about that. That's not good. That's no. It's nothing like this. It'll be way better. I won't be ruining the show. I'm glad I get to practice. I get a practice run on your show before I go back to the real deal on We the Gamer Cast. And if we were so we each play games every single week. Games that we we may have shelled and forgotten. Um, I played a game this week and played a more in-depth game that i have the last couple weeks thanks to the switch in my life um is have you been have you been um teasing about this game over the last little bit not really i mean little bits Uh here and there but that you've been talking about that you won't talk about sort of thing is this it kind of tell me the game kind of Uh, john john yeah tell me about your game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'll tell you about my game. I'm, I'm going to play a clip here because you claim to not know what my game is, although I'm not sure how. Although you didn't know Sean had a baby till like five days later, so. It's like a uh, day and a half. <laughs> Sean, verify. That was at least two days after you'd gone. There's already 200 pictures of like, on oh, the internet. This happened. Okay, I'm going to attempt to play this clip. I'm the Sean worst. Knows. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Dave, let's see if this clip actually plays. Oh, God. <laughs> Hold on. 
And you three are somewhere you shouldn't be. Let us pass, Elf. You have no right to stop us. No? We will see about that, won't we? You're just in time. I found these humans lurking in the bushes. Bandits, no doubt. We aren't bandits, I swear. Please don't hurt us. You Shemlin are pathetic. It's hard to believe you ever drove us from our homeland. That is the opening scene to Lord of the Rings. I saw. No, what? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dragon Age Origins. Yes! Yes! Go, John, go! This is the best day ever. <laughs> so this, so this, this actually worked out really well, right? Because the fact that I played this game gave us an, an extra excuse to ask you to be on without being like, hey, we want you to be on so we can get your reaction to something we sent you. um okay so not too long ago i picked up ea access which had dragon age inquisition on it and i want to say that when i was on we the gamer cast sean you and i spoke about dragon age yep at some point and you would highly recommend it and then i realized when i was about to start inquisition i realized that through games with gold and my you know uninstalled game section i had origins so mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to try this out. So I go in, I build my character. Uh, I named him whatever random default name it came up with because I realized I have zero knack for coming up with anything that sounds old for names. So I just let them pick up. Like my dog in the game, his name is Dog. Nice. Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> You're excited about it. I don't know why. I feel like that's a thing that people do. I, maybe it was, I thought it was just me, but you're doing it now. So clearly it's not just me. So I got excited. Yeah, no, no. But there are people that like, I, I have this game. Is Ivar the Great or whatever. No, I don't come up with these things. I just like, oh, his name says Theron. Sure. <laughs> um, I did the same thing in my game, actually. <laughs> you named your, kid Th- your guy Theron? No, I just let it make the default names because oh, yeah. every time I look at that screen, I go, well, I could be creative right now, <laughs> but I'm not. Um, so, so I played through, I probably put five or so hours into this game, right? Um, here's the deal with this game. So anyone, anyone who hasn't played a Dragon Age game, right? It's an RPG, right? Your, your stats go up. You can buy stuff. You can change your equipment. You have a party you control. And in your party, you have you can be any one of the people. You don't have to be the main guy, right? You can be any of the characters in the party. Uh, and you can set stuff up so when you go to attack, your characters will, in this situation, attack this way, and this one attack this way, and this one attack this way. Um, and you're, you're playing through the story of, like, this dark something that's coming out and trying to kill everybody. The Blight. Now, Yes, the blight. Uh, and and I, I'm anytime I play a game where I can be an elf, I'm always an elf. Now it's a little disappointing in this game because they are the black sheep of the world. Yeah, everybody hates uh, them. Everybody's racist against the elves in this world. Yeah, well, they've actually been relatively nice. And I okay. also I, nice. I'm the I'm your the, high elf. Well, I'm the Dalish elf. So the elves oh, okay. that were not the ones that were slaves, mm-hmm. right? These are the elves that like kept their own little communities going. Um, and I wanted to make my guy an archer because I always like being archers. For stuff um here's the problem oh no i'm not and sean you and i have kind of talked about this some but i i'm, I'm not big on the combat because you have very little control over the combat like you go in and you tell it to attack and it will attack like you can control 
like being in front of someone or behind somebody, or you can attempt to, right? Yep. Which will obviously change how you attack, but you can't aim. You don't actually do the attacking. Like you mm-hmm. just say, go full attack to the point where your guy responds to you, right? Like uh, it is done or whatever. Like if you keep hitting the button. So it's almost like, it's not you being the character. It's like, you're this like overlord puppeteer controlling the character. And I don't like right. that feeling in video games, right? I, I want to be the character. You, know? you want to hit hit attack and the guy attacks and get the satisfaction of that like moment to moment combat. Yeah, where it's it's me in there, not me playing God over this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the PC is a different version altogether, actually, which is interesting on this game where you actually had like you could pull it out into like a God mode, kind of like a God camera and then control each one from that view. They end up going to something like that in Inquisition. But that like to, to me and I think we're talking offline to you and I think you've hit a point where. Like you hit a hard wall um, in terms of difficulty. Like it kind of spikes up and kind of goes without really um, requiring you to do different quests. It has a, a progression point where you get, you can't get past unless you do certain other things. Like you need to level up or you need to learn really how to play the game. And I like that it's sort of built like that. But it, there is a moment I think everybody goes through when they play this where they're like, I can't get past this and this sucks so bad. And I want you to go, go through that so I- much. I, I, I'm here's what I'll do. Okay. When I have a moment to sit down and put more hours into it, right? I'm going to I'm gonna to try to put a couple more hours into getting past at one point. I'll, I'll tell you where I'm at. So for, for everyone who doesn't who wasn't part of Sean and I's previous conversation offline. Um so you you go through, you're trying to find uh this guy that's gonna help you unite the races. So the the dwarves, the elves, uh it's dwarves, right? Yep. The, the, the little, yeah, so dwarves, the elves, uh, the human mages, and someone else, I think. Um, See, anyways, you're trying to... You- that that difficulty spike moment just makes me like, I don't care about this game at all. Because, like, I'll never, I'll never get past it. I'll put it down and but I it's not it's not literally like that. It's more it's more like you need to you need to know how to play the game. It's not going to let you go any further unless you know. It's not really like that the difficulty spikes, that's not really the way that I mean it. It's more that it's kind of like in Mario, you need to know how to jump over the Goomba in order to get past him, and that you can kill him by jumping on him sort of thing. Like you need to learn like those fundamentals first before you can go on. This is, this is more than just go up to a guy and shoot him in the face with a, with a bow and arrow and, and move on. It is about managing your team and, maybe this is when you won't really get past it because it's such an integral part of the game, but being able to take that pause kind of like that's in fallout where you like shooting the shooting combat, you probably won't win just like treating it like a first person shooter, but pausing it and going like, I need to take out their weak point or aim for their face or use my ammo in the best way possible. You sort of need to do that in dragon age. You need to hit that pause. It's like a saving grace so that you can use your potions and heal up your team or use certain powers. If you've got a mage in your party, like getting, getting one of those guys to maybe freeze one of the enemies. And then you focus all of your attacks on the other ones. Like there's so many different tactics that are involved that that's what I mean by a difficulty spike or a moment that you have to, you can't get past unless you know how to micromanage, I guess, which also sounds really terrible. But that's that's what I mean. <laughs> I know, I know. But the thing is, the thing is about about Bioware. At least before I haven't played Andromeda yet. But why I like Bioware so much is because they present these scenarios that it's like a no win situation. It's they they somehow every game has a conflict. 
but you always think, well, I'll just hit him in the glowing spot and I'll win. Like there's, there's no real problem here. The blight and this arch demon, it's like this giant dragon that's going to come and kill everybody. It happens every 10,000 years or something. And it's happening again. And it's up to these, these secret agent kind of warriors are called gray wardens. And it's up to them to, to stop it. And you're on a journey as one of these, one of these characters to become a gray warden, gather your party. And it's only through collaboration and teamwork that you're actually going to have a chance. And it's kind of a crappy chance at winning. But it, it's a chance. And it, to me, that's Bioware's biggest strength. And that's what draws me into this game so much is like, I don't think I can win. But holy crap, this is so much fun, even just trying to win against this, this blight, this end of the world, like a meteor's crashing towards the planet. And how do you stop that? That's the best part about this game. Well, in, in story wise, I'm really enjoying the story. And I'm not obviously not that far into it. But I'm because you started at the wedding, I'm right? No. Oh, okay. So there's different elf stories, I believe. So, which is super interesting. And so the game is called Dragon Age Origins. Every character has a different opening sequence. Eventually, you'll become a Grey Warden, spoilers. But everybody has, and that's what's so interesting about this game. I think technically he's a Grey Warden pretty quick. Okay, yeah. So yeah, it is It is pretty, you have like an opening kind of sequence to kind of establish your origin story. Like, where does your character come from? Who does he know around him or her? And with... One of the elf stories, I feel like there's two different types of elves that you can actually play yeah, in this are. game. You, you could be the Dalish elf like I am, or you and then could be city the elf? other elf. Yeah, the city elf. And I city elf city is, elf. okay, so it's a city elf that you start at a wedding. You're getting married if you're, like, you can choose male or female like any RPG. And if you're the, if you're the male, somebody crashes your wedding and takes your wife away and kills everybody there is this horrible, like, terrible situation for any wedding that's not how we plan weddings right so if you're the male your wife gets taken away your your bride gets taken away but if you're the female you get you start the game in a jail cell like it's a skyrim game or something or like it's an older scrolls game (laughs) so it's so it's different like not only just which which character you choose but like which gender you choose and i think that's so it 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 encourages so many replay replays of this game that not that you have time for that but for super nerds out there, they can they can get not only different endings, but you can get different beginnings. And I think that's such a cool twist on what we'd normally get out of these choose your own adventure type of games. Well, so with with my origin, right, you start off your little interactions as humans that have wandered into your area and they tell you about a cave. You go in this cave, you kind of fight your way through the cave, yep. little fights. Um and uh when you, you get to this mirror and your buddy touches it and you wake up in camp and you have yep. some of the darkness in you and you have to be saved from that. And that's why you join the gray knights or gray wardens. Gray wardens. Yep. Um, so, so, you know, and from there I've gone to one town, I fought a couple of people. I did a couple little small side quests. I, uh, I threatened a um, high priestess so that I yep. could get some guy out of jail so that he could come help me. Uh-huh. Um, and Who's then I in jail. Off- do you remember? I don't remember the guy's name. He was some dude okay. who murdered some people, and I decided I wanted to let him out so he could help me. Was his name Jowen? Maybe. Was he a mage? No. He's like a warrior of some sort. Okay. 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 So totally different. Yeah. I just so, didn't know how intertwined some of these things were. Yeah. Well, but the best part is, is like I had to, you know, threaten this like high priestess to get this key. And so I, I, I get him out. And, and what's real interesting is, you know, I've, I've got him. I've got the other Grey Warden guy with Duncan. Me who apparently Sean is just in love with 
Man. Dude looks like a No, Alistair. Oh. Alistair, I'm in love with him. <laughs> Alistair's not a great warden. He's not a great warden, but he's like a he's like a prince filthy in his in his lineage. Yeah. And he's kind of been he's supposed to be the next king or something. He's he's just, he well, knows he, something about his his bloodline that nobody else knows. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a bastard child. Um and, and in theory maybe should become a yeah. prince. But you, so you have him, Alistair, right? So I'm I'm playing this game, and, and Sean is watching as I play it, and he's just telling me how much in love with this Alistair guy he is, and like this Alistair, this little peppy haired, preppy hairdo, and everything. Uh, so I got he's got a sexy little accent and a nice haircut, and I got this girl with me who is all about showing the side and under boob in her outfit, like it's the skanky outfit. Uh, yeah, it's Morgan, by the way, and yeah. same voice actress as Chloe from uh, Uncharted. Oh, interesting. Um, so anyway, so as you're making decisions and talking to people, like what they think of you is going up and down. And I don't know how that affects things later. Mm-hmm. Right. But you can be like, they'd be like, oh, I don't think we should take on this quest. And you're a guy like, I just want to help people. And that'll make some people hate you more. But I, I made it to another town. I fought off this invasion of people coming out of a castle. And then I go into the castle uh, where some bad stuff's happening. And I'm in this hallway. And it turns out there's like five groups of people spread down this hallway, like down this hallway and through the doors. But as soon as I get into a fight with that first group, all other five groups show up. So it's my four weak people against mm-hmm. 20 or so of these other guys. And I cannot heal people fast enough. Like I, I feel like that's not right. That seems, that seems wrong. <laughs> it shouldn't. Now, here's the thing is like my, so my goal. I don't was, think I ever came up against a group that large. My, my goal was, okay, I need to take them down in pieces. Right. Yeah. But the problem is, as soon as they see you, they make a noise and it draws all the rest of them. So one time, one time, I was able to take down the first four by himself. Mm-hmm. And I took them down just fine. Every time you're done with the battle, whoever's dead, whoever's hurt, are all healed back up. So I go in this other room, and there's these four dogs. And I'm like, oh, I'll just take down the dogs so I can get whatever they're they're guarding. The dogs destroyed me. Like these dogs were well overpowered. I'm trying to remember which castle this is. You're not in the Tower of the Magi, are you? No, I'm with some Earl, Earl of something or another. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you're way too far. You're way too far. No, what do you mean I'm way too far? That's the thing it says to do next. You got to talk to him to get the rest of them. No, you don't know. No, so that, John, come on. It's a role-playing <laughs> game. You don't, you don't just go to Ganon. The first thing they tell you in Zelda is go defeat Ganon. You don't go yeah, to Ganon. It's like, hey, we got to go talk <laughs> to this guy. He'll help us get the other guys. Right. We're not supposed to go straight to Ganon? No, don't go straight to Ganon. That's bad. So I think, did you mention you went to a town? You're probably in Lothering? Yeah, I went there already. Okay. I I played that part really, really badly. Something terrible happens or can happen there. And uh, that made me... I want to hear. I want to hear. Well, the town, like, burns down. Like, the town, like, you you need to make sure you save that town. (laughs) Who burns (laughs) down? Well, you haven't got there yet, so make sure that you I save the lowering. But you can you can come back and things happen. It's okay. So okay. there's different, and this is I really encourage you. Like I know that this uh, might sound like cheating, but I really encourage if you really like this game and want to get into it. Like there's so many wikis out there, and and really like at the point that you're at, you can go like, where should I go next? And I did the exact same thing because I was getting stuck, and I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. And there's three different like main parts of the game that you can go to next. One of those is where you're at. Another one is the Tower of the Magi, which is where all the wizards live. And that's yeah. a really good place to go to next. The difficulty there is not as high. And you'll get a wizard 
which I'm using lightly. It's like a, it's, you'll get a mage there who will help you tremendously. Like I think magic in this game is so important to to winning and will help you really control like these big massive groups of of enemies that you come up against because you're just an archer you're taking one guy at a time but the mages can heal your entire parties or you can have like an aggressive like offensive mage who can take care of like whole groups of of enemies for you it makes the game so much easier and it allows you to kind of figure out again those fundamentals that i talked about so go to the tower okay Okay, i will do that next time i play i will go to the tower if it'll let me all right it'll let you Dave's falling asleep over here, and I'm just like, I'm, cloud this, is nine. Game, like this is the this best This is a game, game. I will never understand, ever. Oh, Dave, I, you need I, to try it. Oh, Dave, it's so freaking I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get so stuck, and I'm going to turn it off. Like, God, why did people talk me into buying this? I hate this It's so game. cheap. and the, <sighs> I'm it, so bad at things. I started like- 2015 by playing all three. Like, Dragon Age Inquisition oh, came out. I'm like, I always wanted to get into this. I played maybe the first. I got to the created character screen. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I might as well just go back. And that's what I did. I played Origins 2 and then this. And it was, like, the best three months of gaming that I ever had in my life. It was so freaking awesome. Yeah, see, I, I feel like Origins would take me seven years to beat it. It's not It's not that long. It sounds like it's really long because it reminds you of uh, Lord of the Rings, which is hard to sit through if you don't like three-hour movies, but I like them, so they're good. But it's not It's not. As, it's not like Legend of Zelda. It's not a 100-hour game. Okay. Well, that's it could thing. be, but you can get through it. Yeah, but Zelda can also be a one-hour game. That's been proven. That's true. Just go straight to Ganon. Yeah, and scan an amiibo to use a horse because that's cheating. I haven't done that yet. He's my horse is right over. Oh no, he's in a box. Can't do that. Oh, you can't box a horse. He'll die. Yeah. <laughs> or you could not put the metal plates in the bottom of amiibo boxes, Nintendo. This is the problem with the show, guys. You, John, you'll <laughs> never get back to this game. You've played it. You've uh, talked about it. No, no, no. I, I will because I've gotten back to other games that I've started. Like I still, I mean, I, I granted, I have other games that I want to finish. Also, like, um, Catherine. I agree. That is the problem with the show, John. No, no, it is, but but that's another thing. When we change the format, it's going to change a little bit. I think what our requirements are when we for that segment every every week. Yeah, yeah. Maybe allow I just a little want bit you more. To play it, John. I get a little excited. If anybody else has played Dragon Age out there, if anybody else is out there and who likes it as much as I do, like hit me up because I obviously enjoy talking about this stinking game and this series. <laughs> you just come to love these characters so so much. Oh, I played a game. Mirror. What's your date? What's your game, Dave? um if i if i play this clip it's not gonna it's not gonna like shock anybody in any way but i'm still gonna play it because it's fun as background um so about uh a couple months ago is you know i had one of those buy two get one free gamestop you know pre-owned whatever cards i don't even remember the other games i bought but i bought this going oh I never played the second one of these. I should probably buy this. I got the Final Fantasy X collection for the Ooh, PS4. Interesting. And then the music starts. Sounds like the waves remind me of 8. It does. <laughs> Except it's better than 8. <laughs> oh, playing that. Um, I don't like 8. 8's I great. 8's underrated. I, I like eight, and I agree that it's underrated, but it's not nearly my favorite Final Fantasy. Um, I have to play eight at some point, I have it. So we I only played... swords with guns in them. 
I, I, I played through most of 10 when I was younger. Um, and that's a thing that I did, but I never finished it. So I'm committed to finishing this game at some point. Although amongst restarting it, I got that RPG tutorial about the sphere grid, which I don't remember being a problem. <laughs> But I got really bored reading the explanation for how the sphere grid worked. What's a sphere grid? It's how you how you upgrade your characters in this game. Oh, okay. And what is the combat like in this game? This is a turn based RPG. It's straight is, up turn based, which is why I like it. Ah, oh, see, I'm 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 so torn on turn based games. I. Look, John, you I need re- a gateway drug into a couple of these games. You, yeah. Like, Dragon Age is your gateway into that kind of game, and you need Persona to get you into <laughs> super Japanese turn-based. Yeah. I've considered this. If I get a PS4, I highly consider getting Persona. Yeah, you need something super accessible that, like, anybody can play, but if you're really into it, there's a deep system in there. But, like, I always find Final Fantasy games a little too much, especially 15. Persona, you get right into it, and you'll love it. You just need you just need to convince your brain that you're capable of playing these games because there's a real mental block that I've had for sure. I feel like you've got the same mental block. You need to get over that little hurdle. Now, you how play more it? than just indie games, John. No, no, I love more than just indie games. We play more than indie. <laughs> oh, speaking, oh, speaking of indie, no, we're not going off that trail yet. So, okay, so... So what's the story with Final Fantasy X? I don't know anything about it. Okay, so Final Fantasy X does a really good job of opening up the game versus some other Final Fantasies. When I got my 360, um, they handed me a copy of Final Fantasy XIII with it. And despite the fact that they changed the combat of that game where it's not really turn-based, it's more like kind of rhythm-based, kind of stupid, kind of annoying. The other thing that that game did really poorly, in my opinion is they don't explain anything that's going on at all, right? And you bring up this, like, super Japanese nonsense kind of, like, game, and I think a lot of them do um, do an okay job doing it. What's really good about Final Fantasy X, mm-hmm. though, is when they when they start up the game, you're, you're a weird, like, blitz ball, which is, like, some weird fantasy underwater sports ball game um, player, and the city in which you're playing and gets attacked by this giant, like, water monster that they're calling Sin. Okay? Which is all you need to understand about this, because once you touch Sin, this, like, white light comes out of nowhere, and you wake up a thousand years later, and everything is destroyed that you knew. Right? So, you've gotten this, like, explanation for the world you're in by telling you that you've been asleep, you've been basically asleep for a thousand years, kind of, I guess, or I don't know, teleported a thousand years in the future. So all these weird fantasy elements the Final Fantasy throws at you don't feel as strange and unusual, mm. and feel like you don't know what you're like what you're getting into. All you know is that the world was destroyed by sin a thousand years ago, and there's like some sort of religious groups, and, like, basically it's the same Final Fantasy thing, but I think it does a really well, like, a good job of leading you into the universe. 
versus a lot of the time, like, I don't feel like they explain anything about where you are. And you mm-hmm. kind of just have to figure that out on your own. Um, there's a lot of underwater combat, which is kind of cool. Because he's, I don't know, he's an underwater sports ball player. So <laughs> you, you end up underwater and you've got, you've got this weird sword that your father gave this other super weird dude. He, like, stares at this giant beast. It's, like, like super calm and, like, Everything's going to be cool. I hope you know how to use this thing. <laughs> and you're like... Oh. It's sort of so creepy. It is kind of creepy, but it's also kind of really, really neat. It, it, and it, I'm... It's like your Easter Bunny story, just like fading into this game. <laughs> John, you're the one who brought up Easter Bunnies, not me. You're the one that hugged one. I wanted the candy. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, basically, that's the outline, and it's a turn-based RPG. The thing that's freaking me out is that sphere grid, though. It's just you're upgrading character customization. Like, like I always worry when you implement a system like that, like, at some point in the game, I get to a point where I made the wrong turn on how I'm supposed to upgrade these individual characters. And so far, I think I'm doing an okay job. A couple hours in. Um, I haven't gotten to a point where I don't feel like I'm doing. I put the mode on normal um, because there is normal and there's hard. A really nice thing about this remaster is they've they've done the, the soundtrack with, like, an actual orchestra. Uh, another weird thing about booting up this collection for the first time since I bought it six or so months ago is that there's, like, 17 different versions of Final Fantasy X, like there always is with these Japanese games. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what any of them means, so I just picked the normal one, because um, I've committed that I had to finish ten before I play ten two. which the real reason I picked it up is because I never played ten two ever. I never got it. Now, is ten two it's like a, a continuation? It's, yeah, it's like an it? actual sequel to okay. 10 which is why they do 10 to 13 to lightnings adventure whatever um which i actually kind of appreciate final fantasy for doing that later because it would have been nice to see like a final fantasy 7 2 right to continue the universe they're in because every final fantasy is in its own different universe which yeah. also makes like jumping on at any point kind of a nice thing too right like, you probably don't want to jump in at 13 or 10 to, but you could jump in at 10, or you could jump in at 7 or 8, and it wouldn't matter. I don't think you need to know anything about a previous Final Fantasy to jump into any of, like, the mainline series. The same way that I don't want to play Brokar Final Fantasy, but it, I could jump into 15 and not feel like I'm missing out on some big, expansive universe. So, when you when you said that, I didn't I didn't realize you were saying Brokar. I thought you said Brokar. Like, one word, I'm like, I don't know what this Brokar Final Fantasy thing is. <laughs> kind of like how you misheard Ben oh, about parades. I <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, Sean, you're not as nearly as excited about my game. Did you ever play this one? No, I'm not. I don't have like a huge heritage or uh, history with the Final Fantasy games because they don't make any sense to me at all. I I want to be into these things, but I just 
No, I just know. I feel like, I feel like I've lost both of you. <laughs> no, no, no. I, so here's my thing. Like, with Final Fantasy, I've played a number of them. I've never beaten a single one. Okay. Uh, well, no, change that. I've beaten Tactics on the DS. Okay. Um, and I've actually started it again on the PlayStation because I bought it recently for pretty cheap. Um, but I, I love it's, – it's, it's kind of like with a lot of these other games. I love the story behind it, but something always happens. Um, like when I was playing 12, I think it was like right when we started the show, I was talking about playing 12 and I just hit this point where it's like, I am underpowered. Like I would have to just walk around a desert and fight people. And I yep. do not like grinding. I, I just don't like grinding. I don't like doing the same fight over and over and over again. And you're, cause you're doing the same thing over and over. It's why I can't play the Pokemon games. Cause you'll randomly walk around and the same Pokemon pops up out of the grass and wants you to kick its butt. That's why X and Y are so much easier to level up and play through Pokemon X and Y. You don't have to grind nearly as much at all. So, but, but, but I've always really enjoyed the stories from the Final Fantasy games. And, and the only one, like I started eight a while back and it threw me off. And now that Sean said eight's underrated or whatever, I, I might give it a try. Cause I do have it here. To be fair. I haven't finished that one either. I don't. So here's my my perspective on Final Fantasy games is that there are there is no ending and it's a big huge conspiracy that everybody's like oh the ending's great and then like they're all pretending nobody's really beaten these <laughs> games or, you know, they're so long and there's always some sort of equivalent to the original Zelda where you have to place a bomb at a random place in the mountain and that's actually how you like proceed in the game there's something like that in every Final Fantasy game and it drives me crazy there's some like secret that you have to be super smart to figure out to get to the next part in addition to all that grinding there's something that it's kind of like a like grim fandango or some of those old school point and click adventures of coming up with some magical solution to progressing and i just never figure it out and i couldn't be bothered to i just slam my hand against the desk see, and it really hurt see <laughs> like when i hear this argument about like grinding and i i get it i do i don't mind grind it's not really the grinding that really bugs me because i actually like I do it in advance. I don't know if I've really... Oh, I do too. Like I, 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 at the very beginning, as soon as I get into combat, I'm like, I'm not moving on until I've really got an idea of how this combat works. And like, I want to just exhaust my entire the entire area of all enemies and all that other stuff. I do it all to start. And I end up getting so overpowered that I just kind of like fly through the game. That's what I like to do too. But maybe, maybe I'll have to try that. Like, like you're fine. You find a place where you're having a good time running around and fighting stuff. But like, if you get to, you know, if you're level 25, and then the bo- the next boss you come up to is like level 15, like area, you're like, oh yeah, this yeah, is great. And, and as long as you just keep running, like, then you can just work your way through the game. I don't like the moments of like, like let's pause and wait and look at this thing, right? Or like. Some of these areas, things are very limited by the PS2. Um, looking back at it, some of it looks really good. Some of like the cutscenes and stuff look amazing. Always, but can, yep. But you get to some of these open areas, and you're like, "Wow, there's just fog everywhere for no reason, except that I know that it couldn't load anymore." This area, <laughs> it's like Turok. That's the that's the. I anytime anybody brings up fog, I bring, I think of Turok yeah. and the limitations and, of the N64. You guys should play that. You should dust that off the shelf. I have that. I actually have that, and I've never played it. So, oh, oh, not wow. as good as you remember. I. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if you have no memory of it at all. It's not that good. You don't know where you're going. Like the fog is so thick, and people used to call it pea soup fog. And you just you couldn't you didn't know where you were going. You were just in this maze the entire time. It was cool because you're shooting dinosaurs and cavemen with. It was like Far Cry Primal, but even more 
but you couldn't see anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And 65 million years in the past, not 10,000. It's, um, so are you going to continue playing this? Are you like, like, are you, are you hooked? I, yeah, I'm totally hooked because I'm into the story, I guess. Um, people don't seem to like <laughs> people don't seem to like this Final Fantasy as much as others. But I, I mean, I I grew up with it, so maybe it's a little bit of like nostalgia blinding me. Yeah, right. Is is the like I played this when I was younger. I want to get through this finally. Like when I'm smart enough and understand the sphere sphere grid. Although about six paragraphs into the explanation for how it works, yes. I just started pressing X. <laughs> Yes, and this is this is my thing. This is why I stopped playing Kingdom Hearts on the 3DS because I I just couldn't be bothered to like what do I have to do? I've got to pet this thing. I don't even understand. Like <laughs> that's a real like, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance is a really bad jumping in point to Kingdom Hearts. Apparently, I think it, it was just it, it, Kingdom Hearts 3D. I think it was. Yeah, no, it's Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance. Is that what it really? I don't yeah. even remember that. I feel. Let me go yeah. grab it. I know, I know. No, I'm not. Sure. It's buried. It's buried in the backyard. I never want to see that thing again. <laughs> <laughs> actually, 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 Sean, of all the, of all the Kingdom Hearts games, that was the hardest for me to go through. Okay, well that's fair. So but, I will tell I will tell you that there's too many bold nonsense systems in those menus. So like the Sphere Grid in Final Fantasy X, I really hope. That it doesn't get to a point where I went the wrong way in upgrading my characters. In which case, I will put this down. And be like, Mm -hmm. yep, I'm done with this forever. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to get to a point where I get stuck. I'm going to go online. I'm going to go on YouTube and type in, I'm at this point in this game. And the guy's going to come up and be like, here's your sphere grid. And your sphere grid does not look like this. You've done it wrong. And I'll be like... Yep, I've done it wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's not how games should be built. I feel like yeah. that's just flawed design. Yeah, Call but me I've, crazy. I've gotten into games like that, where that's where I end up, and I turn it off, and I never play it ever again. I mean, Although you, can, I, you can clearly see where I fall on the RPG spectrum, Western versus Eastern. Like, I, I like Japanese role-playing games. I feel like I like um, Persona, and I'm failing to remember any of the other ones that I like because that's what happens when you try to prove that you're not a racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I like. I, I think I like I like Japanese RPGs way better than I like Western RPGs. I would say that. Mm-hmm. I just I find know, the Western man. stuff a little bit more approachable. But I yeah. like I, I like the turn I, I feel the opposite opposite about that. Really? Because the Western ones are the ones where you have like more control over what you do, right? I mean. It's because it, the I don't I don't want too many choices. I get confused. <laughs> mm. Mm. Why? That's why I hated Skyrim. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I didn't like Skyrim either. I feel like that's you flip a coin, and you're gonna find but, somebody but, who likes Dragon Age or or Elder Scrolls. Right, but I played that, and I never played any other. I, I've never really dove into any other Western RPGs. Like at this point, like when they when they say that's the pinnacle, like people tell me over and over and over, this is the greatest game of all time. And I no. play that, and I don't like. I don't. I don't like anything about how the systems work in Elder Scroll games. Um, I played a little bit of Far Cry Primal. Did not enjoy that at all. Um, mm. I, I'm just like, yep, this is not for me. And then I get to, you know, Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy and the Pokemon games, which I mean, sure, Pokemon games are RPG, right? But um, <laughs> I don't know. Like Chrono but you Trigger were you a lot. were born and raised out of that stuff. Like yeah, I, I, mean, I, I had a friend who 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 basically 
basically was, you know, he's a couple of years older than me. He played through Final Fantasy VII, which is how I saw the end of Final Fantasy VII. Right. You know. No it, conspiracy. No ending. He, he gave me Final Fantasy VIII. He gave, you know, we played through Kingdom Hearts together. Um, See, you were understanding, like, the materia system and, and jobs and things like that very, very early. And it's you need that in your brain before you move on to these other games because they've all built upon whether or not, like, they're the same DNA. Like, it's the same type of idea of these complex systems that build upon each other. And if you've got, like, the very early goings of that from, Final F- like, the early Final Fantasies and tactics, Chrono Trigger, and how things kind of, how you mix the different elements or different characters to create something super powerful that that's what you need to progress. You need that in your brain to play those those types of games. But I feel I, like with the Persona games, you don't need that. Like, it's introduced in a different type of way. And it's a little bit easier to wrap your head around, in in my opinion. Maybe I should try Persona. Persona's I, great. But you, if you don't like grinding, don't do it. Because you will. Gosh, you do need to grind I, in that. I don't, I don't hate grinding. <laughs> See that's what that's what worries me about it. Like I want to experience this like bizarre Japanese world that the, that are these like super Japanese RPGs. Like that's why I want to play. Um, I won't play Tokyo uh, Mirage Sh- Sh- Sharp FE though. I won't. I want to play it. I want to <laughs> it's play good. the bizarreness it's really of it. Good. <laughs> I, I want to play that for that reason, but the grinding is always what scares me. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's a really good game. I like it a lot. I was just thinking, like Chelsea's always telling me that I'm playing all these weird Japanese. These weird Japanese role playing games. Why can't I think of them? And I'm like, oh yeah, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. No, that's pretty much the same game. Like it's pretty <laughs> much, it's hilarious. Like the, the the template that they've created for these types of games. What if these are only selling over to us who think we're playing these really obscure like Japanese games, and really they just made this template that we all just keep buying over here, <laughs> and nobody get it? Like it's not really for sale in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> They don't actually like it at all. They much rather play our Western RPGs. There's a number. Yeah, there's another crazy conspiracy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Did you guys play The Witcher? The Witcher Three or any no. of those? No, I, no. I didn't have it, when, when when I got my Xbox. I actually picked that up initially, and uh, I realized that at the time, like I did not have time to put into that. I mean, I was doing my college stuff. I was working full time and all that stuff. I was like, you know what, I'm. I don't have time for this. So I end up exchanging it for a different game that I don't. I want to. One that was. I want a good Japanese grindy RPG game on the Switch so that I can grind in bed and then I can play like the serious actual move. I want the story on my. You want to grind in bed? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can we pull that one? <laughs> I'll just I'll just pull that one and send it straight to Ashley. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys have topics? Did anybody? Sean, you played a game, right? I played a game. I don't know if this counts, though. Anything this, counts. Okay, I'm well, this, the reason that I played this is it's sort of in the news if you're a nerd like me. Um, StarCraft, the original StarCraft, is free right now. How, how do you get a hold of it? So go to StarCraft.com. It, they announced this a little while ago, but you have to go through like some secret pathway through some forms and something crazy, and it was there was only one server and all these stupid things about it. Now it's available for everybody It's a super easy link. Go to starcraft.com and it's, it's kind of right there. They've got patch notes. So Starcraft, the whole, there's a bit of a background here. Starcraft blizzard is, is releasing a remastered version of the original game that I believe is like 20 some odd years old now, which makes me feel ancient. But oh God, it's older than that. I think more than 20, you think? 90, I, I feel like 97. I feel like this is 20, like 
That's the okay. reason they're doing uh, it. Okay, around there. Somewhere around there. Because I remember playing it when I was pretty young. Totally. Like, this is... So, th- where Dave talks about he was playing Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy when he was, you know, two years old in 2001. Right. Or whatever yeah. the hell it was. <laughs> Real-time strategy games were my real entry into video games. Like, this was... I played Mario and all those other things, but, like, I didn't really... I would probably consider myself becoming a gamer when Warcraft 2 came out, and I played that over at Neighbor Matt's house and just was totally blown away with the whole, okay, these peons, they gather uh, lumber and gold and they build things and they you need farms in order to get these knights so they can attack the orcs and blah, blah. I just realized I mix up peons and because the peons I think are on the orc side. Anyway, real-time strategy games, I have a huge affinity for. Like that is, that is my gaming DNA. That's my, that's my bone structure is, is that, but I'm not good at it. That's the whole thing. Who, who do you play as in StarCraft? Who's your so StarCraft, I play as a Zerg. That's the bug-looking ones, right? Those are, it's, um, did you ever watch Starship Troopers? Yeah. It's totally oh, like Starship Troopers, like those, those attacking By the way, the book Starship Troopers, fantastic. You haven't read the book of Starship I Troopers. I don't it's really amazing. read too much anymore. Yeah, we know. We know. I'm still reading through Console Wars. Todd Oxer yeah, and I are the, the world's done. slowest reading race ever. Well, I finished, I finished that book in less than a week. Yeah, you Did you really? That's also who I always played as because I liked to be able to go out and bury my guys. Yep. Have them because I would like post out a whole bunch of them like around their base and bury them. And when, when I'm playing like someone else who sucks worse than I do and they'd send their army out and I would just come up out of nowhere and just like, de- you know, devour their town. Man, it's devastating. And that's the thing. Okay, so 20 years ago, all that we had really known before StarCraft was things like Warcraft and Command and Conquer, where both sides are carbon copies of each other. Like, stats for each character is the same. You each have the exact same levels of characters. They all do the, the pretty much the same thing. It's just a skin swap for each side. Yeah. But when StarCraft came out, and I remember it had this crazy development story. And this is why I think this is when, when I first started to consider myself a gamer, because I was following like the development story of this. And I would see screenshots of the original build of StarCraft, which actually looked way more like Warcraft. They were calling it Orcs in Space back in the day. It had this like almost cartoony kind of look to it. Um, the layout was exactly like Warcraft 2, where your your menu and your tools were on on the side. But when we know StarCraft later came out and you've got more of an isometric view and the, and your menus along the bottom. So it, they completely rebuilt this and, and it was just delayed time over time. And one of the big things was that it didn't have just two races, but it had three and they were vastly different. Like none of these, none of these races, the Terrans, the Zergs and the Protoss, there's not really a parallel between any of them. And the fact that the game is so finely balanced was that's why the game was heralded and is still to this day, held as one of the greatest games of all time. And of course, as a kid, like I thought that was neat, but you don't really acknowledge the brilliance in the design. You're just kind of like, well, I like these guys. I like Terrans because I'm human and I can acknowledge or identify with these guys. But I mean, you can, you can lift up your buildings if you're humans and you can kind of take, if you're in trouble, you can move your main base and just hop across the map and reset up. And while the guys are searching for you, you can rebuild your team with the Zergs. They've got like speed and numbers and with Protoss, they've got these shields and like, there's so many things that are really, they've got all these major advantages to them, but they've all got kind of like crippling disadvantages. If you know how to play against those characters. So anyways, 
20 years ago, this game happens. Now they're releasing a remastered one. And I don't know if it's to celebrate it or to get people pumped about it. They've released like the first patch for this game in eight years. And to, to push this out there, they're making the game free for everybody. So I decided to play a little StarCraft this week. And I got to tell you that what's that? How's it hold up? The game holds up perfectly. It's like okay. Mario in that like, and Mario 3 especially, where you could play that game now or in 100 years, and the game design is just so perfect that it doesn't matter when you play it. Um, the graphics are, I think the art style is really great. Um, and it's just it's just basic fundamental game design that makes that game hold up. But if you don't know what you're doing, I don't know if you're really going to appreciate it as much as somebody who grew up with those games. I don't know if really especially with real-time strategy games like that was such a huge craze back in the day where like everybody was trying to come up with the next command and conquer the next warcraft they had like total annihilation and all these other things i know garrett bland has talked to me about it and a whole bunch of other people have brought up other real-time strategy games but nothing ever really compared to to what blizzard was doing and i was never really into command and conquer too much my brother was no i never I, i was always just starcraft was my favorite but to me, it holds up big time. And I would love to. I feel like there's a lot of people out there who kind of played it a little bit. Like maybe that was their jam once upon a time and haven't really touched real-time strategy since then. But I would love to have – because you could play like eight players with this thing. So it would be great to have everybody just sort of remember how this game works and sort of like kind of pretend their way through a match. I think that would be great for us to line up. Wait, so could if I downloaded this, could you and I – Specifically, link up and go one. One hundred percent. So the next question is, when are we doing? Well, this? I think <laughs> I'm due for a feeding in about an hour. No, oh, I got two hours to the next feeding. Let's. I think we should do it, man. I think that would be so much fun. <laughs> okay, as and actually, we should, over, we should. I'm going to download up. it. We should. Te- we should be on the same team. I think you and I have more fun when we when we are co-op. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we talk some nice trash and we're just shooting each other. <laughs> Battlefront is great. Do you want in on this? I know nothing about StarCraft, so I mean, I'll I'll try it. Oh, it's so good. Can it's I play so it on Mac? Nice it might. Yep, there's a Mac link. Okay, so, good. Yep, totally. Okay. Okay, I will I will download after this, and we will set it up. I have today and tomorrow. Today, kind of, it depends on how my kids are doing this afternoon. But so I was playing last uh, night just before, just to get a, an old game in before this show, and I had. I mean, I'm sleep deprived. I'm trying to learn how to keep a baby alive and i'm watching the hockey game the oilers were playing last night they lost uh lost to the sharks unfortunately by the time this airs i think the series will probably be over so i was having a frustrating night to say the least just kind of like my brain wasn't working the oilers are losing and i'm sitting here trying to play this very brain intensive game and it's just like my synapses are not firing as i'm playing this so my brain is just failing on all fronts but i still managed to have a great time dave if you haven't figured this out yet, I love me some StarCraft. I, I figured this out, but I know nothing about this. I get a little nerded out with Dragon Age and StarCraft. This is how I know I'm a true nerd. Like, sometimes my nerd cred gets questioned. But I think I just kind of, like, redeemed myself today by getting, like, a little hard in the pants about Dragon Age and StarCraft. <laughs> a little hard in the pants about some guy in Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I can't even so- decide. Maybe I'll play Dragon Age too. Man, As well, not the second one. I probably okay. won't. I'm going to try and stay awake and keep a baby alive. Yeah, you know what? They they keep themselves alive. It's good. You put them in a dog crate so they can't get out. Yep. Put some kibble in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You let them out like in the morning and at the night. <laughs> I mean, if you're a good parent three times a day. Yeah. 
Um, so I have a question for you too. I mean, we're obviously having a nice lengthy episode with three of us on here talking about that's, that's, stuff. I prepared for that. <laughs> so, so I have a question, and, and it was going to be a topic, but I don't know if it's really a topic or. And, and we've kind of touched on a lot of this throughout our, you know, before we got started conversation. Our ramblings. Our ramblings. Um, but but I'm I'm having a gaming issue. Oh, talk it through it. And and I need you each to give me a suggestion. All right. And I think I have an idea of what you're going to suggest at this point, but hopefully you'll see if you come up with something fresh other than what we've already discussed. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, I, that's half what you're just, you know, anyway. So I'm, I'm in this, you know, I, I keep mentioning we're, we're in a post Zelda world, right? So I had this game that was huge that took up my time and made me always want to play it and whatever else. And I'm trying to find the next thing to fill that. So I have this big thing I'm playing and also have some small stuff. And I, and I've come to this, conclusion that there's there's three categories of games in my mind and that the, the third one being a combination of the first two and it's harder to find so so one common one category is games that you play for the just sheer challenge of what you're doing there's another one you play for just the experience of what you're doing and if you're lucky you can find a good one that's got both and so recently i, I played two and funny enough they're both indie games but i played two of them recently i played all the way through i played mr shifty which just came mm-hmm. out um, first of all, absolutely fantastic game. Like I went into it not knowing if I was going to like it or not, and I just had a blast with it. It's very arcadey. I'm not getting too big into it now because uh, Brendan Myers and I are going to do a We Play Indie on it. Sweet, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I I got contact and data set up a timing, but um, we've both played through it. It's oh, I'm going to keep playing through it. It's fantastic. Uh, I also played through because I after I rage quit um, Dragon Age Origins. I played all the way through Oxenfree. Oh, okay. Oxenfree is just straight up experience. If you've never played Oxenfree and you're good with the game where you're in control of everything that's happening, but you're not like in combat, that game will give you the feels. Like it's it's so bizarre. The music is so perfect. It's ah, uh, it, oh, it's amazing. Loved it so much. Now you know how you and you and Dave sort of had a realization that maybe you guys don't connect on the same games. And it's like a oh, devastating. Uh, maybe, maybe you and I, John, <laughs> don't get on the same game. Am I getting kicked off? <laughs> no, no. John's getting kicked off. Dave, you and I are. I think maybe we're just okay with not being. No, I'm just kidding. Oxenfree, Oxenfree does not make give me an O face. Like you just you just made an O face. Oxenfree, did you, did you play it? Yeah, did, like did I you? bought it as soon as it came out. I was so hyped about you it all the way through it. Yep. That was good. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Solid seven. But it didn't. But it's not like it's not like. Oh my god! This is the game that does. I don't know if I quite go that far with it, but it's it's a game that as everything's unfolding and you get towards the end and you kind of start realizing what's happening and as it's happening in the music that's playing while it's happening. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I was just in awe of just like the emotional stir that it makes you have. The thing that I couldn't get over, and this is probably my own fault, I think that there's other people who had this problem with it as well, but the conversation, it was buggy when I played it. That was one thing. Like, it crashed a lot. Um, oh, and then the, the way that the conversations worked, like, people would just interrupt each other all the time, and it drove me crazy. Yeah, that's one thing where I, I didn't like is if you made a selection for what you wanted your person to say or you went to a door or whatever, it would cut off the conversation. And I, yeah. I, I agree. I did not like that. 
Yeah, um, that's a, that's a nitpicky thing, but for some reason, I don't know if I was just having a bad day, but I remember that being just like, I can't, I can't handle it. But man, when you get to the end and you realize, you know, and there's the whole stuff with the mirror and the reflection stuff's happening. I don't know, man. It's good. It's a good game. It was good. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. So what I'm trying to find is I'm trying to find that game, you know, that will, that I can put at least, you know, I mean, it doesn't need to be a hundred hour game by any means, a 15, 20 hour game, something like that, that I can just dive into what's going on and also, you know, the gameplay. Because this is my, this is my issue with Dragon Age is I enjoy the story and everything like that. But one, it doesn't, because of the way the gameplay is, it doesn't bring me into it because I'm mm-hmm. just a person on the outside looking into this globe, right? And the combat is – I'm not in the combat, whereas like I said with Mr. Shifty, I mean you're, it's a top-down view, but you are controlling each individual strike and shifting right. around and whatever else. So I'm trying to find that next thing, and I'm, I, I'm having this is the hardest time finding this. This is why I like racing games. This is why I like sports games. This is why I like multiplayer games like Splatoon, right? You get into these modes of, like, muscle memory, kind of like, this is a game where I turn into Zen mode. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely just love playing this because it's so fun. It's the same reason that I like SSX3. Um, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, you know, Skate. <laughs> To some extent. And these aren't things I'm trying to ditch out on. Like, I I need them also. Like, but, and I was looking at this. I was looking at, like, the line of games coming out on the Switch. All right? Which is, we all want everything to come out on the Switch because it's the convenience of this system. Um, But everything coming out is that that challenge-type game. I mean, Mario Kart is a challenge-type game. You're you're challenging yourself in the races. You're challenging your friends. You're not immersing in the the world of Mario Kart, you know? You're, You're just... You know, I just playing the game and, and, and don't get wrong. Like it's a good thing, but like even, you know, Splatoon, like you said, I mean, it's the same thing. Like it's not, you feel like you're in the game. You're not, you're not an inkling or whatever yeah. they're called. Right. You're just, you're controlling one of them and, and, and doing the, the action part of it. I'm trying to find that thing where I can be, or I can get myself sucked into that world, but also be able to actually have decent things, you know, combat stuff. And this is like, you know, if I had a I have three, I have three games. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's hear this. I, I have three. I don't know if you've played these or not, though. The first one, Pinky, or first. Oh, I thought Pinky South, was South Park, the Stick of Truth. Oh, I love Stick of Truth. <laughs> I, I almost bought that in the sale. Oh, you mi- oh man, that was a mistake. Well, I, no, no, you no, need but, that. But I, can, I can get it cheaper. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I'm, that I'm, game is fantastic. That bro. game is great. It, you can finish it in a weekend if you're really dedicated. Like it's, you can play it for a long time, but it's really not that huge and expansive. It's very simple turn-based combat. It's hilarious. It's giving you that experience that you're looking for, and it's totally memorable. At, if you haven't played it, that's told. That, I would do that before Dragon Age. Actually, that's a way easier <laughs> dive. Okay. There's, the second game. Hold on, there's a couple of pawn shops nearby that I can get that game for five bucks or less. Do it. I, get one it. Of them, one of them has it, so I will go out there today. To go out there. Yeah, it's backwards if, compatible, if I, I think. Six kids at home. I can't do it today, but maybe tomorrow. We'll see. What give them, give them an extra dose. They'll fall asleep for a little while longer. You got extra time. Like just, just a lot of cough medicine. Give them adult time. Yeah. Put the curtain over the dog kennel. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then just leave them. Okay. 
Okay, so like that's my, that's, I've already forgotten the third one. What the hell? What was the <laughs> second one? Second <laughs> Truth is a really good one, Sean. That's perfect. Mass Effect 2 is yeah. actually an easier game to dive into than Dragon Age and will give you better combat if you like the combat um, or you're looking for that in a game. I would go with that one. Oh, I remember the third one. Sunset Overdrive. That is a game Xbox I one. want so bad. And I, wait, wait, I bought is, my ex... Sunset... Go ahead. Wait, is Sunset Overdrive the one that's like super fast-paced flying all over the place? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like... Um... I could not get into that game. I have it. Uh, I have it on because it, it came out with Games Gold one time. Yeah, we could, we should play a multiplayer too because that it's way better to play with a friend. Everything is Sean. Aww, well, not everything, but that game I didn't even realize had multiplayer until a couple of weeks ago. I played with Corey Hicks and some people. And I didn't it was even amazing. Know, I didn't even know it did until you now that you say that. We but. should definitely all three of us if we've all got that game. We should all play it. It is so. It's, it's like ten dollars. It costs ten dollars. I'll go buy How it. How do you not have it from Games with Gold? Is it too old for that? It's way too old for that. And I I bought my Xbox with full intentions of buying that game and never bought it. Yeah, single player, I was the same as you, John. Like, it was okay. It was fine. But, like, it was. it's really cool to just kind of go from mission to mission and, and play with friends and blow stuff up and be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's it's kind of like Borderlands in that way. Like, I think a lot of people Borderlands like Borderlands. Another one. Yeah, that's another one I couldn't get in. I played it for a few hours, and I just couldn't get into it. But if I played it multiplayer, I think I'd have fun. Yeah, so the first two you can play by yourself. South Park and Mass Effect 2, I think, are awesome. I think those are, if you haven't played okay. those, definitely do it. Here I, I have some some Mass Effect questions now. Okay, uh, I've played three for about four or five hours on the Wii U. Yeah, did you really? Super, yeah, I, I bought it. For, I bought it for like, <laughs> Wait, why? Because <laughs> I got well because for well for one that was the only system I had at the time. Yeah, fair. Right? When I played this, I didn't have the Xbox or anything like that. Um, but also. I, I kept hearing how good it was and everything like that, so I picked it up. I got it used for like eight bucks, and then yeah. I probably sold it for five or something like that because i just couldn't get into it like i my problem with games like that are there's just so much to do like i like the openness of the zelda Mm -hmm. but they don't but they they take a little bit of openness give you some choices in these mass effect games but it's almost like there's too much to do like almost like there's not enough guidance or whatever and i think i also got to some point where i was where i was getting like i was getting my my butt kicked pretty bad yeah um so, so is two, first of all, is two better than three? In my opinion, two is is one of the best games ever made. Um, so definitely better than three. To me, two seems more self-contained. I haven't played three in a little while. I played two once again. I've had I played two a couple times, and I played it recently, maybe a year or two ago. And to me, it seems more self-contained. Um, it's got these loyalty missions that carry on throughout the series, but it introduced it versus the first one, which is way wide open. But the loyalty missions give you a little bit more structure, which is, I think, what you're what you're looking for. You can go out and do all these other different side missions, but if you just do the loyalty missions, you're feeling like you're progressing, but you're not. They're kind of like side missions that don't feel like side missions, but they're not quite quest missions either. They're not like the main mission story uh, missions. So... I, that's why I like it because you can you can go through those, progress through the game, level up your character, and get like these major character moments throughout your entire experience. So Mass Effect Two is is a big vote for me. Dave's smiling over there. Now, I don't know how you feel about Mass Effect Two, Dave. <laughs> well, well, now now is there a need to play one before you play two? I don't think so, and that's why I start with two. Like it's it's obviously 
beneficial in terms of knowing the lore and there's certain decisions that you make in one that carry throughout. Um, but chances are you won't even remember half of the decisions you make in, in one by the time you get to two or three. Uh, so that's not a big deal. Okay. Cause, cause with the EA access, I mean, all the games are on there, all three of those. Yeah. It's just a matter of like dealing with your time. I think like, I don't know if you have time to go through one and two. And if I had to pick starting with two, okay. like it's not really spoilers, but your character dies at the beginning of two, like Commander Shepard is dead. And so it's sort of like it wipes the slate clean for you. It's a totally new combat system. Like it's very, very different from, from one. It's way more action oriented. And I think that like okay. the series kind of continued along that, that angle. But start, I think, I think South Park actually is the easiest. So it actually went in that order of my recommendations. I go South Park. That's super easy to get into. And I can recommend it to pretty much anybody, unless you have a real problem with, that type of humor mass effect 2 is a bigger game but super rewarding and then sunset overdrive is just something that is kind of like skate or tony hawk or something like that where you just if you just want to grind in bed dave if you want to grind (laughs) you can just you can just do stuff you can just wander around and i was going to say if you had like a playstation i'd play some of the um the infamous games like i like second Uh, a lot to just like wander around i don't think i play and that's like ps3 stuff one and two are on ps3 Second Son is, okay. yeah, totally underrated. People really came down on that hard. And what, I think that it's... What game is that? I like, like the a, first one. It's I like an open-world superhero game um, where you you're you kind of okay. come across, like, these weird powers. And you just wonder... Second Son, specifically, you're in Seattle. And you can... It's just the way that you're, you progress and you get, like, new ways to travel around and the way that the map unlocks and you're fighting new enemies. The game is really, really good. And I platinum that and the the DLC for it just because it was one of those, like like Dave was saying before, like with the muscle memory, you just kind of like sit back and just do stuff. It is so rewarding. Second, I think Infamous is an excellent, excellent series, but you don't have PS4. Okay. I'll, I'll, like I said, I had the PS3. So, but I'll look when I go, maybe I'll go pawn shopping tomorrow morning and, and, and try to pick up a couple $5 games. I got a couple games too. You, you could play uh, Star Wars. What the heck is that one called? That, that last uh, Unleashed, The Force Unleashed. Yep, super fun game. I, man, I started that one, and I do not like the way that game started. Yeah, because you're a dad. No. Like the the very beginning, you're Darth Vader. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't know. I just didn't want to do that. That sounds awesome. Why is that a bad thing? Yeah, because Darth Vader is cool. Being uh, bad is cool. You can be, you get to pick choices in Infamous. You get to be bad or good. This is a never, fun game. Never, you guys, you guys should bring me on every once in a while, and I'll just pick games for you to play. And then you tell me how I did. Like you tell me what what gaming space you're in. I'll be like your like your personal DJ for games. And you tell me what mood you're in, like what you're kind of feeling, other games you've been liking, and I'll be like I I'll pick a couple. You don't have to choose. I don't tell you one. I'll give you a selection. You hit we, shuffle. I think we and, found. I think we found Sean's segment. Yes. yes, this would be awesome. But you have to play it. That's the only thing, and then you have to go spend money. Unfortunately, so right. yeah. So, so when we do our new show, when we move it through format, we're gonna have people come in for segments, and if we can make it work out, that could be your segment at least once a month. To come on, it's month. It's that. monthly. I can spend money monthly. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's well, true. I'll, I'll do my best to to pick games that are like that are games old. with gold or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or yeah, old too. But Dave, you need to get your games of gold back so that you can have these free games. I know everybody bitches and complains about it, but every so like all the time, I'm like, I've got this game and it's great and I got it for free. Guess how? 
guess how, let everybody? Me, let, me, let me ask you one more thing. Okay. You can ask me uh, two more things if you want. So, well, I will in a minute because I do have my back-of-the-box trivia to play here in a little bit. Sweet. <laughs> so, I saw you you put on Twitter that you got an email for this Microsoft, whatever, their little subscription. Oh, yeah. Thing. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> Did you set that up? I haven't yet. No. So, what you're – what for I those know not knowing – Yes, the game access. So I'm in the Xbox Insider Club or whatever, where you get kind of like preview builds of the next OS and all of that. I don't even remember what they call it anymore. Um, so yeah, they're allowing people to try out this game access where in the when they launch, it'll be $10 a month. You get access to like, it's like EA access, but for Xbox games. Yeah, but I haven't set it up yet. What's that? I think they said there's going to be 100 games. 100 plus games. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, I think, Dave, you're talking recently about, like, Halo 5. Like, should I buy Halo 5? Like, this is a way that you could get that and so much more. Or I, I, think, or I could just buy Halo 5. That's yeah, true. What Ben and I are going to do. For 10 bucks. <laughs> but, but then that's ben all you get for 10 bucks. Because, because the service is, like, a monthly thing and not, like, a year subscription thing. Like, they specifically said it's a month-by-month deal. Yeah, that's if, weird. Well, but the upside is, is I can be like, hey, there's a game I want to play on there. I can spend 10 bucks, play through a handful of games that month, and then drop it the next month and not have to worry about paying, you know, $120 to be able to play these games. Because it's going to be too much for me. 120 is a lot for a year. Yeah. I mean, I so. guess. I've been thinking a lot about that as well. And I pay, I pay that for Apple Music. I pay 10 bucks a month for Apple Music. I pay $9 a month for Netflix. Like I don't know if that's too much. Like, I mean, like it, it depends I want, on what you're going to get out of it. Right? I, I don't think yeah. I get 120 dollars out. To of me, that. it's freedom. Like I don't, I don't really. And this is the way I sort of look at EA Access as well. It's not about like if I pay X number of dollars, I get Y number of games that I'm going to play, and I'm going to get Z number or Z number of hours out of out of this uh, this package. I just look at it going like I pay thirty dollars a month, and I go, I don't even have to think about it anymore. I don't even remember that I paid for this thirty dollars subscription. Thirty dollars a year. Thirty dollars a year, not thirty dollars a month. And ten dollars a month. We're look, look. Netflix. Netflix gives me a lot, right? And I feel like I'm getting a lot if they give me a hundred plus games, but I only like two of the games. Then what is the point of the subscription? Apple Music is charging me ten dollars a month. Okay. And I really, really like being able to just tell my phone to play me whatever music. That's great. That's what I like about it. Especially the last week when I've run out of podcasts for some reason. I know it's impossible. Um, so that's See, great. But but, but if, if my Xbox doesn't boot up and I go into the library and I can instantly play a game the way that I just click the Netflix button on the remote. Right. Like, like what do I care for this, if if I go well, I really like Halo Five, and I really like some other Xbox game that is on there, and these are two games that I could have paid ten dollars for, and I'd own them forever, and it's twenty bucks. You know, why yeah. do I need to pay a hundred and twenty dollars for the whole year? I, to me, it's it, it's paying so that you have something at your fingertips when the mood strikes. It's not yeah, knowing but, but what you want to play, but it's not, Sean, because I still have to download the game. Well, it is if you like, and I, I wonder how this is going to work with the app, but I always really like, because uh, I'm mo- mostly playing digital these days, but I really like, like with Games with Gold, I'm usually at work when the tweet goes out. It's like, they're now available. And I hit my app open and I download everything. So when I get home, they're, they are ready to play. Well, so the mood, do that with the, the mood straight. You can now, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can? Yeah, you can now. 
Well, unless you could when I had it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. Like, I, I just, I, to me, I look at, like, my annual budget of how much do I spend on games each and every year. If I fit this in, like, I instead of buying two games, two brand new games, I get this, and I get all these different types of games, like NBA and Halo and Gears of War and all these Lego games that I, to be honest, like, Lego... I would get from the library and that's kind of it. Like these are the games that I just have an interest in, but I don't really want to spend money on specifically those games. This is, this is an opportunity for me to go, yeah, I could try that. And especially for the show, I feel like that's like the bread and butter of, I don't really know if I want to play this or buy this or like really dive into it. I just want a little bit See, of a taste. I, I feel like I spend probably $120 a year on these games. But and I, I guess own, you're and, you're and like, I own I own them all, and yeah. then other thing and then other things that I want like Splatoon two or Mario Kart or those I buy them new, so mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't matter, and I don't want to wait for those games. Yeah, so my I, my gut I reaction to this is that it's not a complete ripoff. I guess that's the difference. I think some people no, look at this and go like, oh, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just no, saying I'm not saying you guys are. I think that 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 has been a criticism, but for, I think for the most part, a lot of people are super positive about this. Like no, I remember I when they announced it, a lot of people were excited about it. I think it's a pretty sweet deal. If you're going to ask me my real opinion of the price, I think it's actually great. I just don't know for the type of gamer that I am. I don't think it makes a difference for me, but that's, yeah. that's okay. And everybody wants this for Nintendo, right? Like that was the main thing oh, that came Like This is a good deal for Xbox, but man, Nintendo needs to do exactly this. With, yeah. with everything before the Wii era. And I'd be happy. Yeah. Just rotate the games. Just give me the Netflix-like, like, over 300 games ranging from NES to GameCube. And let me just play them for a monthly subscription. I'd pay more than $10 a month for that. Yeah, I definitely need to I need to set this thing up. And they need to do, I guess they're still, they haven't launched yet, but they need to do a bit of a better job of promoting which games are on here. You go to the site... And they've got Halo 5 is obviously their front runner, but Saints Row 4, Mad Max, NBA 2K16, Lego Batman, the Mega Man Collection, Terraria, Payday 2, Gears of War, Ultimate Collection, Fable 3. There's a Tekken game, I think, in there. It starts to get a little small. Um, so, like, none of those games I go, yes, that's the one. Like, I don't no, have... See, that's I, the problem, too. None of them are going, like, God, I would really pay for that game right now. But that's how I remember jumping onto Netflix. Like, because Canadian Netflix used to be trash. It used to be really like we would all people were setting up fake American IPs to get access to your Netflix. But for some reason, like we still kind of went, there's enough content there that that it's worth it. And I think that that's the same trajectory that this service will take is it'll be there for people who want just access to a whole bunch of stuff. They don't really have anything in particular that they want to play, which is where I'm coming from. And as it gets going, then it will bring along people like you guys who I think are looking for that hallmark game that makes the whole thing worthwhile. See, Netflix, Netflix got us because we were already getting DVDs. We were getting DVDs in the mail. And they I were know. Like, Isn't that crazy that that's then, what it was? And then they were like, hey, hey, you could add on a bunch of stuff for like a little bit more a month. And I think it was like six bucks more. Mm-hmm. And we had, and I had PS2. I had a DVD that I used to put in the PS2. And I would boot it up, connect to the internet, and watch Netflix oh, streaming yeah. on the PS2, which is crazy. But we had it. And it it felt like just an added thing to the DVDs, and then the DVDs went away. Right? Yeah. 
Mitch Powers in the chat saying a lot of people are salty that Xbox has EA access and this, which brings a great value to people. Um, so it's kind of like this this idea well, play- that, oh my God, another another subscription that I've got to worry about. Yeah, except I looked at PlayStation Now and I think that's a joke. Like I like I will say that I think PlayStation Now and the streaming and PlayStation, all that stuff is a ripoff. Yeah, because, I mean, ultimately the performance isn't there. When right. you play the game, you're you're not playing the same game. You're playing kind of like a bastardized version because it's it the because the latency. Yeah. So anyway, it's cool that Mitch is here. What's up, Mitch? What's up, Mitch? Power. You know, when we start this this new format, I'm gonna have to have the chat open. Yeah, we will. I don't. You guys should just always do it. I just don't normally do it. And when I do do it, this 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 guy Sean Capri likes to hop in and say things to make us laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I do Um, like the show. Do you two have anything else you want to talk about before we do back of the box? No, this is already a marathon episode. Yeah. So I'm yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back on what I was gonna talk about. Okay. I want to know. You can wait, Sean. It'll come out. Two weeks you can now. wait, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here is your back of the box description. I'm terrible uh, at this. I've never guessed it, by the way. Uh, it's, here's what's funny is Ben will text me while he's listening and text me to see if he's right. Like he'll pause the show, text me, and then see if he's right on what the game is. And he- I focus so much on the blank. When you say blank, I'm like, what the F is that blank? And I yeah, just well, I don't think I have any You need to take you need to take everything blank. else surrounding the blank, Sean. Everything else is because because what he blanked out for the Star Fox one was Lilac system, but he still said the system. <laughs> so like yeah. I was like, well, this is definitely about Star Fox stuff. Yeah, yeah. so you're way smarter than me. All right, okay, let's here do we this. go. I'll let you guess first, Sean. <laughs> As war looms on the horizon, the mighty Arcadian Empire begins the campaign to subjugate its neighbors. The small kingdom of Damas- Damasca, I don't know if these names are going to give anything away. The small kingdom of Damasca was one such neighbor and is here that our tale begins. I'm having a hard time reading this. In a fight for freedom, fallen royalty and unlikely allies must struggle to liberate their homeland. Trace the mysteries behind the Empire's invasion and unmask the players in a drama of justice and betrayal. And if you don't know, I can also give you the why it's rated T for teen. Just because it kind of humored me to see that. It's also not going to help you at all. I have no idea. I don't know how Dave does it. I have, no, I this, this, is, this, is, this is one where I'm like, God, if I knew what those country made-up countries were, this would be really easy. But it's not. You all hear this, you're going you're gonna to laugh, I think. Because it's a game I picked out and ended up playing way too well into a bunch of stuff we talked about today. Dragon Age Origins. No. <laughs> okay. This is rated T13 for alcohol references, fantasy violence, mild language, partial nudity, and suggestive themes. The Witcher. This is, no. But oh, that, no, that has full out nudity. Oh, right. Partial- oh, I only saw the heels. I only saw his heels and then I quit because they didn't like it. This is nothing other than Final Fantasy XII. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I never, ever in a million years would have got that. That is a game about this. I've never is, played it, so. Yeah. so. So, for one, you mentioned Final Fantasy because you played a Final Fantasy game, and I actually was trying to hold back mentioning twelve, but I had to because it went into our conversation. But also, the combat system in twelve is very similar to... Um, it is in Dragon Age Origins. Like, can we can we just you, say that Final Fantasy all went wrong after ten? 
I don't know. Twelve, no, twelve is highly regarded, and it's actually a really care. good game. <laughs> um, and the story is good, and everything like that. My issue came is after I put a good number of hours into it, I just i I didn't want to go grind in the desert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eleven was bad because it was online and nobody knew how to play it, including my including my my Final Fantasy addicts friends who were playing every single one of them. Still didn't play Final Fantasy Eleven. Final Fantasy Twelve sounds like they changed combat, which is when it all went wrong. Thirteen story is absolute nonsense, and they made too many games in that same universe to the point where I actually just hate Final Fantasy Thirteen as a whole in general. Uh, Fourteen, I don't even know what Fourteen's about, and Fifteen is Brocar. I don't want to play Brocar Final Fantasy. Uh, good old, good old Island of Brocar, <laughs> the Township of Brocar. <laughs> But Final Fantasy X is still a turn-based RPG in a fantasy world that I enjoy. <laughs> well, if you ever want to play one, I mean, twelve is a good game, and it and the combat system isn't terrible, right? Uh, you walk, you tell him how you want them to attack, and you walk into the area, and he just starts doing it. Like you don't have to pump the button, but it's still not exactly what I wanted. Um, all right, you ready to close this out, Dave? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is is there anything you want to say, Sean? I don't want you to touch yourself. Wait, pr- what? Pr- pr- promote yourself. Promote what you do. Promote yourself? Yeah, promote yourself. Okay, everybody, you can find me on uh, Shelved and Forgotten every week on <laughs> <laughs> iTunes and YouTube and whatever morning show madness is going on. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. It's Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants. Uh, I do two shows, We the Gamer Cast and If We Ran Nintendo, but you probably knew that already so <laughs> all our Just, listeners are like who's the sean capri guy we never heard of him before <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, that mention- didn't, I didn't mean that to sound as pretentious and douchey as it probably did like you know who i am that's not what i meant damn it god i need to go back to sleep what am i listening to is this kingdom hearts it's final fantasy or, yeah it's final it's fantasy 10 He's just trying to drown you out. I know, I might get the Oscars. I have it down all the way. I can't Play do any out. more than this. Um, you can follow John at Johnny underscore Casino with no H because he's a weirdo. You guys can follow the show at Shell. Forget, you guys can stay tuned for our upcoming live show that will happen more weekly. And um, you guys will also... You should become a Patreon like me. Everybody, you should go to patreon.com slash dayspace and be a Patreon like me because these guys are killing it. This is like my favorite show and you got to support them. Honestly, like from the bottom of my heart, this I love, love, love this show. I don't get as excited with any other podcast that comes up. I'm like, yes, time to listen to this. And Lincoln's now, listened to his one, and now he's got a onesie. So support these guys more than anything. He's got, he's got the only one-of-a-kind Sheldon Forgotten merchandise that exists. All you gotta, you gotta, just a, it's a five dollar a month Patreon level. I don't. Know. <laughs> I just made a new tier for you guys. You have to send out onesies to people who don't have kids. Put them on your chihuahuas. It'll work. Adult sized onesies. <laughs> anyway, guys, this is Sheldon is Forgotten. All. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Everybody, take care of yourself. Bye, guys. Dust yourself off. <laughs> <laughs>